Hello and welcome to Go With The Energy Flow podcast. I'm Allie. And Ran Nguyen. And our intention through this podcast is to deliver high vibe content that you can listen to whenever you want to learn something new, have fun, raise your vibration, or if you just need some support on your spiritual journey. So we're very excited to combine our two different perspectives and deliver some great insights to you all. So thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to episode number 20, Human Design Basics. So for this episode, we're going to be taking you through the human design chart. And this is just a personality, not a personality test, but um, more so, it's more similar to an astro- um, knowing your astrological signs. So what you do is you, um, you go through and you put in your birth date. And human design uses your birth date and also the same zodiac wheel as astrology. Um, However, it's interpreted differently. It also uses information from three months before your time of birth or or 88 astrological degrees to interpret your design while your actual birthday is used to interpret your personality. Um, Human design is relatively new to me. Um, I just started researching it probably less than a year ago, Um, but there were so many like puzzle pieces that started to fit together once I found out my human design um, type. And then I kind of was looking through all of the, um, all the centers and just realizing like so many kind of many epiphanies came to me as I, as I was realizing, oh, this is why I went through life learning this lesson. And this is why I felt this way my entire life. Um, But you'll see as we take you through this episode um, and we highly encourage you to do your human design chart before you listen to this episode. Um, just because it's easier to follow along and then you can see kind of um, what your type is and what your strategy is and we'll provide some links in the show notes so you can see yes so when it comes to human designs there are um, a few different types of human design so there's the manifester the generator manifesting generator projector and reflector And each type has nine centers associated with the organs and the function of the body. Um, An easy way to remember the centers is just to remember the seven chakras. Um, The centers of the body in the human design are the seven chakras plus two additional ones, um, which include the spleen and the G center, which basically governs the liver and the blood. So when you complete your chart, you may find that there are some centers that are colored or defined, which represents consistency, and some which are undefined, which represents opportunities for um, learning and wisdom. The undefined centers are where most of your conditioning through life happens and where we are faced with the most resistance if we do not honor human design or type. Um, so me and Ali did our human design charts before this episode. We just reviewed it. And she, there was some of my centers that were colored and then somewhat that weren't. And the way Ali explained it made it really like made a lot of sense is where like the colored ones are where you're aware of your shortcomings, I guess. And like the non-colored ones are where other people notice it, but you don't really notice it. But the other people can be the mirrors for you to work on that part. Yes. And it opens it, it opens us up to conditioning, which is, is so great. I feel like, um, I feel like I've reframed my, my, um, outlook on, on learning 
and challenges in my life. And then especially seeing this chart, I'm like, okay, I have a lot of opportunities to learn through this life. And um, the more open centers that you have, I feel like there's more like growth that, that you can misinterpret or and misinterpret as resistance. And I definitely felt that like throughout my life, like all of my centers are open except for the Anja and the, um, which is the very top or the, the third eye and then my um, crown or the head. So that makes a lot of sense because I'm very stubborn. And I think that like my interpretation of human design is when whatever ones are colored are the areas in which you are kind of almost set in your ways. Like you're good. Like you don't need to learn anything. Um, Not that you don't need to learn anything in those areas, but as far as what you know and what you have um, come into this life knowing, I almost feel like it's a past life knowing that in, in, um, I don't want to say karma, but I feel like it's, it's karma. Like you have learned those previous lessons in your past lives and you're good. You're set to go. Like your, your main learning lessons are your open centers. And that's where you can face more resistance and challenges if you don't um, empower yourself through the human design strategies, like Lynn was saying. Um, But like with anything that you learn about yourself, take it with a grain of salt. Don't um, let it disempower you. Like if it empowers you, great role with it. And, um, but if it, if you, if it disempowers you in any way, then it's probably not a message for you and maybe find something else that empowers you like astrology or tarot or something else like that. But, um, I will be honest when I first came across human design, it did not resonate with me only because I am, um, we'll get into the types later on, but, um, I'm a projector and basically you wait for the imitation and it kind of rubbed me the wrong way because I'm like, okay, well, I have to wait to be invited before I give anybody advice. And I was just telling Lynn this before we got, we started recording and I was telling her like, <laughs> I, um, sometimes I could give it like unsolicited advice and that's like a projector's shortcoming. But yeah, so um, just learning about this has really, it's, I've allowed it to empower me now that I've, I've learned more about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. With me, human design charts, like, I've heard about it before, I did mine before, but I never really, like, it never resonated with me before because I was, it was just a bunch of symbols that I didn't understand, like, even, like, the colors, the diagram, like, I didn't understand it. I was like, you know what, I don't have time for this, like, I'll get back to it later. But the more I heard about it and the more people talked about it to me, it seemed really interesting. And my coach, Wendy, actually, she um she said that human design is really valuable when it comes to coaching and like sales because you can kind of uh resonate with people or you can kind of be what's that word I'm trying to look for not resonate but vibe with maybe yeah like you you can vibe with any kind of person based on their human design if you know their human design you can like talk the way that would um, kind of resonate with them again. Oh, it makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And stuff like that. So, which makes a lot of sense actually. And now like a lot of coaches are using human design to attract new clients or to kind of break through someone's barriers. Mm, And I, and I do see a lot of human design coaches emerging too, Mm -hmm. which is interesting. Yeah. It's really, really cool. Yeah. So, um, you went through the human design types, Lynn, and then we, went through some of the centers. So um, we can go through in depth, kind of like not super in depth, but we're just going to give you a little outline of what each type in human design 
um, what it, what it means and what your best strategy is and how to navigate it. So uh, for manifestors in human design, these are the initiators and they can flow through life by informing others. So they're considered powerful trailblazers and they make up just 8% of the population. The predominant negative feeling or the not self theme is anger. Um, Their secret to success is effective communication and they may feel controlled by others all their life. Um, So if this resonates with you, then you could be a manifester in human design. Now let Lynn go through the generators. Yes. So generators, which I am a generator, um, the life force of humanity. So making up 70% of the population and they're here to build and become masters of their craft. Strategy is to respond from their gut instincts. Um, Also predominant negative feelings are frustration. Me, definitely. And then their secret to success is to work in like gradual phases. Um, And then they may feel like with their large energy reserves, they want to go around doing everything. But in reality, like they just need to respond to life and the abundant opportunities already present or coming to them. So definitely just reading like that is like 100% me. Like I'm all over the place, like wanting to do everything, but not getting anything done. Um, and always listening to my like, like intuition as well. So generators, and this also includes manifesting generators, are the only human design type with a defined sacral center. And manifesting generators are multi-passionate, active multitaskers, a hybrid of manifestors and generators. So their predominant negative feeling can be anger or frustration. And their secret to success is to respond visual, act, and then inform. Yeah. Um... It's really interesting. I was reading something about ancient Egypt, and I think it was one of these um, when I was researching human design, and it was saying that the manifestors were the pharaohs and the generators were um, the actual builders of like the pyramids and like the, the brains behind um, the, the beautiful pyramids. And I, I just really like that analogy. I'm like, oh, that's a good. And so the manifestors are basically just – like they're, um, they were communicating their ideas to the generators who really made it happen. And um, like Lynn was saying, the generators are 70% of the population. So like, that's basically like the life force of humanity, as she was saying, and super, super important to us as a collective are the generators. Mm-hmm. Um, and then next we have the projectors. Um, so the projectors are here to guide others. Their strategy is to wait for an invitation to be seen and recognized for the values. So projectors can see how people and systems work and they are here to know, recognize and guide others. They represent 22% of the population and their predominant negative feeling is bitterness. Their secret to success is to wait for that energy of of invitation. Um, So this really resonates with me. As I was saying earlier, like I um, have a tendency to, give advice, um, unsolicited advice. And this is saying, this is why it rubbed me the wrong way when I first heard about human design. Cause I am like, um, no, I, I want to give people advice because how else am I supposed to help them if they don't approach me? But this was saying that even if they, if they don't approach you and you're giving someone advice as a projector, it's kind of just going to go over their head. You know what I'm saying? Like once the person's ready, um, they will approach you. And it's like, um, what's that saying? It's once the 
the student is ready to master real peer. Not saying projectors are masters, but that's just like, if you're, I don't know why that came to mind, but you know what I mean? It's like when you're ready to learn, like you're ready to learn and you're open, your mind is open and you you can take guidance from others uh, have been down the path before and whatnot. But um, oh. yeah, super interesting. Yeah. You know, when you were saying that, I was thinking of Mr. Miyagi and the uh, Karate Kid. And how yeah. <laughs> oh man, blast from the past! I used to love that movie. Yes, I know it was such a good movie. I actually like the Jackie Chan version. People mm-hmm. are gonna like. People are gonna probably like. I don't know. Just yell like, "No! Why do you like the newer version?" But I just love Jackie Chan. Like, yeah, I know. I I loved him too. I was like, he's such a like a badass. Like, <laughs> yeah, like he's so like. I don't know. He's like this cute old man. Like, he's yeah, just adorable. Like the, humble, the humbleness, but <laughs> still like super badass. I don't know. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, so yeah, that's what I thought of was Karate Kid when you were saying that. I love that. <laughs> and um, I will say when I was, when I was looking at this human design, um, when I was researching it, it was, it literally said that the, what did it say? Um, the projectors are not here to work. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> But I was like, wait, we're not supposed to work. But I think it meant like you're not supposed to, you don't have the energy reserves of a, a, a generator who like the generators hold most of the life force energy. Like when I, I was talking to Lynn earlier, um, generators, when they feel sleepy, they can go on and they can keep working. When a projector feels sleepy, they have to go to bed like very soon. Otherwise they're kind of tapping into that reservoir of energy and like depleting their life force energy really fast. Um, and in my experience, like that is like my spleen energy, which is like, um, a big part of your chi in, um, Chinese medicine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's a little tidbit of, <laughs> about like how, um, if you're not, you could feel more tired than you need to, if you're not, especially if you're a projector or if you're a generator who is trying to do all the things like Lynn was saying, um, you really have to like human design is such a really good tool to kind of, um, understand and, and like use it to your advantage, I guess I'm, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And like, the last, yeah. Well, I'm sorry. What'd you say? I know. I was just going to say, it gives you a lot of insight to yourself and like other people and how they like their inner workings basically. Totally. I love it. I love like learning about the inner workings of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but our, our last type is a reflector. And this is the most interesting type to me um, because they are completely open so all of their centers are open and all of their centers are undefined. So this makes means they take in the definition of everyone else around them. They are samplers of energy and mirrors and just like human mirrors walking around basically. So I feel like um, when I was reading about this type is they trigger a lot of people because um, they're reflecting back to them and their predominant negative feeling is disappointment. And their secret to success is to wait a full lunar cycle before making a major major decision, which is really interesting. And in the meantime, they must practice an equal balance of listening and speaking to others regarding the decision that they're they're trying to um, make. So even if they feel like gung-ho about something, they're like, oh, I know I I need to to do this. Um, in, In human design, if you're a reflector, they recommend that you wait a full lunar cycle, which is 28 to 29 days before making a um, huge decision, like a life-changing decision, basically. And interestingly, interestingly enough, um, Sandra Bullock is actually a reflector. So yeah. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. No, um, I was just like, when you were 
mentioning before, like you were, um, I don't even know the word, like you didn't really like human design because like you didn't like what is said about projectors. Mm-hmm. So I just thought of something like when I first did the human design, I didn't like the generator mostly because it's like, oh, it's 70% of the population. So I'm like everybody else. So I kept on trying to change like the time of my birth or like little data <laughs> so I could get something else. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not. No, but you're the light force. Like, I, I, I love that, and I, I think it's, I think it's really great because you can literally, like, you can, you have like this unlimited reservoir of energy if, if you, if you, and you can respond to everything around you, and you have these abundant opportunities coming to you, and I almost feel like you are better manifestors than the actual manifestors, um, because the manifestors are like the ones that go, go out and, and initiate. Like, they, they go out and initiate generators are supposed to respond so like that means that all these opportunities are coming to them yeah right so it's like you um I don't know that's how I interpreted it and um reflectors I feel like have like a really hard life because they have so much conditioning that they're open to like um I think they're only one percent of the population oh wow yeah that's crazy reflectors um but like I feel like and that's a I feel like that's a really hard aura, um, aura to to have, like when you're going through life, and as a child too, it's like you're conditioned like in all of your centers, and um, you don't even know like who you really are because you're so conditioned. And then you, like, it's almost like this air of uncertainty until you like um, you start. I feel like I would have an air of uncertainty until I learn human design, and, and I'd be like, okay, this is probably why I have this uncertainty like throughout my entire life um because I'm a reflector if I was a reflector yeah but, no, yeah it's easy yeah that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. um yeah so earlier me and Ali were talking about like the different centers in human design so the nine centers going from top to bottom are the head center which is for inspiration thinking and mental pressure the anja which is research thought processing and analysis um, then there's also the throat for communication and manifestation in G center, which is identity, direction of love and life. And then there's also the ego or the heart, which is for willpower and self-worth, spleen, which is instinct, survival and well-being, solar plexus for emotions and moods, sacral is vitality, sexuality and persistence persistence and then root is for physical pressure drive to act and kundalini energy mm-hmm. and um yeah and, and it's if you have your chart up and you're looking through like which of your your charts or you just know by by heart by any chance um and you can see which of your your centers are open the ones that i have open are the um the head the anja the throat heart and the solar plexus and when I go through them and it's just like my not self-esteem for my heart center example is feeling unworthy and undervalued you know Mm. like stuff like that it makes me think back it's like you know what like there are some deep inner feelings there that I haven't resolved or like my solar plexus is avoiding confrontation and truth which is also true. I try to avoid confrontation like so many times. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, bye bye. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So um, one of those things. Yeah, that's that's so interesting, and it's it's 
like you were saying, it's so crazy to like look through and, and, and realize like, Oh wow. My heart center. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, um, and it d- really does correspond to the chakras for me. I'm like, okay, well the ego slash the heart, like this, that, that center has two names. It's like the ego slash the heart. And it's like, um, like we're looking at the, it basically means that you have, um, like if you have it open, you, you underestimate yourself a lot. And like, um, you could like overcompensate or you could just shy away. And it's, it's just like the heart, the heart chakra. And, um, when we're, when we're going through like the, all of our chakras, it's like, you can overcompensate or you could, um, just kind of shy away and deplete that energy more and more and more. And you see that in a person that's like super, super shy and they don't want to like speak out. They don't want to, um, they're just like a wallflower because they don't want to be seen, or you can see that in somebody that's like overcompensating and they're just being like extremely loud and like um, unnecessarily like drawing attention to themselves. Um, not, not necessarily like in a positive or empowering way. They're kind of just, just wanting to be seen like just to prove their worth, but you don't want to have to prove it because you should just feel in, innately worthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but, yeah. It's um, one of my open centers that really resonated with me. Like when I saw it, I was like, oh my God, this is like 100% me was when it says like my head center is open and Mm -hmm. my not self theme is thinking about things that don't matter. I don't know how many like nights I lost sleep thinking about the most mundane things ever. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I like, it's just one of those things where I was just like, I remember so many times where I don't fall asleep till four or five in the morning because I'm just thinking of like say different anime is like what happens next and then like googling it and then youtubing different videos of like I don't know puppies (laughs) (laughs) oh no you're googling things to to give yourself spoilers what (laughs) oh my gosh you don't like there's so many times like people tell me about a movie that I never watched and I'm like, what happens? What happens? And they're like, you have to watch it. So I just Google on like, I don't know, Rotten Tomatoes. Or I like the opposite. I'm like, don't tell me. <laughs> oh, I have to watch it. No, I need to know. That's the thing. I like, I need to know all the time. <laughs> That's I'm so like, funny. I love that though. I'm the worst. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, so should we, should we like maybe go through these questions? Like the, um, like the questions for each, for each center. Like if you have an undefined center. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So like Lynn says for the head center, um, ask yourself, am I thinking about things that don't matter? Am I still trying to answer everyone else's questions? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's for the head, for the head center. Um, and the next one, I'll let, I'll go through half of them and Lynn can go through the bottom half of, of them. Um, for the Anja, if you have that undefined, you can ask yourself, um, am I still trying to convince everyone that I am certain? And then for the throat, if you have that open, you can ask yourself, am I still trying to attract attention? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for the, um, wait, yeah. Okay. For the G center, um, you can ask yourself, am I still looking for love for yourself or your direction in life? So it's like seeking, it's like over seeking. Am I still looking and seeking um, my direction? Am I still like look, looking and seeking love and whatnot? Yeah. And then, um, so for the heart center, the question you can ask yourself is, do I think I have something to prove? And for the solar plexus, 
um, which is your like emotional and nervous system. It's, am I avoiding confrontation or the truth? Um, I can't really see like sacral root or spleen. So do you want to go over that? Cause it's not giving me questions. Oh, no worries. Um, for the sacral, it says, do I know what enough is enough? And then for the spleen, it says, am I still holding on to what's not good for you? Good. Or am I still holding on to what's not good for me? Mm-hmm. And um, can you see the, uh, what's it called? The root? No, I can't see the root either. Okay. I'm sorry. No, um, the root is, am I still in a hurry to be free of pressure? So like um, of your pressure, like your adrenaline and your drive to do things and your energy. So um, yeah, if you're still in a hurry, And I find this a lot. Um, If you're, I feel like if you're rushing, I think I've written about this before, but if you're rushing, I feel like it's, it's a sign of like, um, of procrastination. It's like you're rushing to, um, oh my gosh, I I can't remember exactly what I wrote, but my goodness, I'm, I'm like not connected right now to to my insight, but yeah. yeah, it's just, it's basically saying like, if you, like, if you're holding on, you're clutching onto something super tightly, um, it's like, what is it? Oh my gosh. Rushing and feeling guilty. Okay. So it's like a need for control. And you do see this a lot in like the root center is like needing to control things and control your energy. So, um, again, that question is, am I still in a hurry to be free of the pressure? Um, but yeah, that, that's what I feel like. It's like rushing and feeling guilty about not getting things done and procrastinating and then feeling guilty about procrastinating. That is like from, um, that center of like, of, of needing to control the outcome and whatnot. But, um, is that all of them? We go through all of them. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Okay, cool. Um, and like, lastly, we have our authority. So um, this is like your inner guidance center. So when you make your, your chart, you'll see inner authority and it's right under not self theme. And your inner authority is basically like, like we said, it's your, it's like where you make your best decisions from. So you can make your decisions from um, other places in your body, but like this, your, where your authority is, this is like what you, the place that you need to feel into. Um, if you, I feel, I don't have an, um, an inner authority for mine. So for me, that means I need to feel into my heart because I feel like that's just the center of our being. And either way, like feeling into your heart is, is really good. And, um, we need to do it more often, but, um, this, the seven different types of authority are emotional, sacral, splenic, ego projected or ego manifested self projected, which is, um, what I am. Um, if you have a no, if you have none for your inner authority, you're self projected, um, and then environment, which are mental projectors and lunar, which I think are the um, reflectors because you have to wait for your um, the 29 days of the lunar cycle to make that decision. Yeah, super cool. The human design charts. And, yeah, and- I'm going to look more into it after I like I know a little bit more about it. Um, but- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> awkward silence but um (laughs) like with um all personal development tools allow this information to empower you like if at any point I think we already said this in the beginning but if you feel like disempowered by information like for um Lynn and I like we both were kind of um not really turned off but I guess turned off by human design like it didn't really resonate with where we were at the time and then it kind of like 
came around at a different time and then we let it in basically and then with letting it in we allowed like we allowed it to empower us and like more information to come to us and understand understand ourselves better and understand like um where resistance is coming from and yeah so if you have resistance towards it maybe look into that because I had resistance um about it telling me a truth about myself so (laughs) yeah yeah no for sure sometimes when we're resisting it's just because we don't want to see the truth I guess Mm -hmm. totally Mm one thousand percent um but we hope you enjoyed this episode this was kind of just a really like um like a bite-sized outline of human design like basics there's so much more about human design that we could talk about um but we encourage you to do like your own research because it's just there's infinite amounts of energy or energy of information out there um, about human design. And you could really, you could get lost in it. Like I have downloaded a 75 page, like PowerPoint over it. And I was just up till four in the morning one time, just looking over it, like obsessed with all the information that I was telling you, but I'm saying there's just so much out there and um, you can learn so much about yourself and allow it to um, understand like, why you are the way you are, why you have all these challenges or resistance in life and how to kind of flow through them in the best way. Yeah, for sure. So we hope you enjoyed this episode and let us know if you liked it. Um, let us know if you have any other topics you'd like us to cover. We are open su- to suggestions from you. Um, but other than that, I hope you have a great day. Thank you. We'll talk soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye guys. Bye.